Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and the video version on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. You could plop us a follow and a review on Spotify. And if you really, really like us, you could toss us toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room and with all that said and with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir i'm doing okay all things considered all things considered yeah Mm. what a what a whirlwind of a show we've got ahead of us yeah man um also to everyone listening at home uh the probably sorriest excuse what? Of an injury I've ever had in my entire life. I oh. coughed too hard on the drive home from work on Monday. Yeah. And I pulled a chest muscle. Oh, no. How how unathletic am I in my current <laughs> stage of my life? <laughs> Dude, uh, you know what? Like, Shaw, uh, our, our friend of the show, Sean Capri of the Xbox Drive, he's like, you know, just wait till you're 30 and your knees. And I'm like, what? That's oh, not yeah, true. Dude, oh, yeah. As a 34-year-old, yes, it's bad. Bam, I woke up, my knees hurt. I'm like, what (laughs) is going on? Also, guys, FYI, if I sound a little weird, like you saw I fumbled on some words, I had a root canal today, and the Novocaine's Mm. still there. And Mm. it feels weird. Mm. But you know what also feels weird, Kyle? You know what really feels weird? The news this week, because honestly, there is some PlayStation news here. Yeah. But it's earth-shattering industry news yeah this it's it's week. playstation news but playstation wasn't in the headline directly it was the effects of this yes has changed the way we view video games forever mm-hmm. xbox microsoft has acquired activision blizzard king and what that means for PlayStation going forward. We're also going to be talking about how uh, Sony Studios convinced Sony to go to PC. And of course, a little bit more. But beyond that, this whole episode is really a reaction to the news that broke yesterday. That, in fact, Microsoft now owns Activision Blizzard. And what a crazy turn of events it is. So let's get, well, before we get right into it, I do want to just give a good heads up. Um, we're just three weeks away from Horizon Zero Dawn, or actually as of recording. Forbidden four West. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Forbidden West comes out on the 18th. We are doing our Horizon Forbidden West giveaway. Uh, all you have to do is go on over to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars there. It really does help us out. Tweet at us at PS Trophy Room with your review, and you're in the running to win a copy of Horizon Forbidden West on PS4 and PS5. And if you've already given us a review, no problem. You're automatically entered to win. And if you're a patron, you're automatically entered to win. So make sure we need 300 reviews. We're at 230. So all we need is just a little push to get there. Little push. All right, Kyle. Now, before we get to squaring up the news, it's time for our Patreon pitch. I want to thank our newest patrons, Lord Corgi at the Silver Tier, Roy Gibbs, Nick Devana, 
uh, Sharon Haywood and our platinum members, Todd Burowitz, Too Soon, and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Spamin' Bamin', Too Soon, Gavin Gofried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Masseran, Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Shrubles and Bits, and Chaotic Monkey. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Nakajaka. Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Todd Roper, Brendan Zachary, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, Mannix, The Good Sir, Trucker Sloth, uh, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Annie Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, and of course, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. Thank you all so much for becoming patrons and supporting this show each and every month. It's the reason why we look so good, sound so great half of the time. And uh, yeah, it keeps the show rolling. So, that's hey, real, real quick, yeah. Speaking about looking so good, yeah. audio only listeners. Oh, you're missing out. You're you're missing out hardcore. Yeah, we're looking fresh. Yeah, I'm just saying, Kyle more than me. Oh, I I I doubt that. You got a slick haircut, my man. I mean, you did too. You got like a Macklemore thing going on. I just literally mm-hmm. shaved my head. I mean, that's, that's fair. I can way. only afford things at the thrift shop, so it, it makes sense. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, to me, it's like, listen, my hair is receding. I'm just going to own it now. And for the most part, everyone has been giving me compliments. They're like, Joe, I love this. This is. It looks great. It looks great. And everybody but my mother, it's like, it's it's literally like <laughs> the godfather. They massacred my boys. <laughs> That's what she's My boy. <laughs> exactly. That said, let's let's talk about a massacre. Let's let's just get all the pleasantries. They're out of the way. They're out of the way. Let's square up the biggest piece of news we'll ever done square up. Tom Warren over at The Verge writes, Microsoft to acquire Activision Blizzard King for $68.7 billion. Microsoft is acquiring Activision, the troubled publisher of Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Diablo. The deal will value Activision at $68.7 billion. It's Microsoft's biggest push into gaming, and the company says it will be the, quote, third largest gaming company by revenue behind Tencent and Sony, end quote, once the deal closes. Microsoft plans to add many of Activision's, Activision's games, to Xbox Game Pass once the deal closes. With the acquisition oh my goodness, with the acquisition of Activision, Microsoft will soon publish franchises like Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, and Candy Crush. Quote Upon close, we will offer as many Activision Blizzard games as we can within Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass, both new titles and games from Activision Blizzard's incredible catalog. End quote, says Microsoft CEO of Gaming Phil Spencer. Xbox Game Pass now has 25 million subscribers as Microsoft continues to acquire studios to boost the subscription service. Quote, we're investing deeply in a world-class con- in world-class content, community, and the cloud to usher in a new era of gaming that puts players and creators first and makes gaming safe, inclusive, and accessible to all, says Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella. Microsoft's deals comes backtrack a little bit microsoft's deal comes <laughs> after months of sexual harassment claims against activision blizzard microsoft doesn't detail exactly how it will approach solving these issues and the company says bobby Kotick will continue to serve as ceo of activision blizzard for now it looks like Kodak won't remain once the, d- the deal is fully closed and after the transition period to microsoft though 
Spencer, formerly head of gaming at Microsoft, is now CEO of Microsoft Gaming, and the company says the Activision Blizzard business will report directly to Spencer. Quote, as a company, Microsoft is committed to our journey for inclusion in every aspect of gaming among both employees and players, says Spencer. We deeply value individual studio cultures. We also believe that creative success, success and autonomy. Oh, my goodness. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Stop it. <laughs> Phil Spencer says, quote, we deeply value individual studio cultures. Yeah. We also believe that creative success and autonomy go hand in hand with treating every person with dignity and respect. We hold all teams and all leaders to this commitment. We're looking forward to extending our culture of proactive inclusion to the great teams across Activision Blizzard, end quote. Microsoft's huge Activision Blizzard deal comes nearly a year after the company acquired Bethesda, ZeniMax Media, for $7.5 billion. At the time, that acquisition bolstered the company's first-party Xbox Game Studios to a total of 23 and was seen as a huge boost for Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft now expects the Activision Blizzard deal to close, quote, to close in the fiscal year 2023, end quote, which means we might not see this deal approved for up to 18 months. Wow. And first off, Kyle, what a crazy quote. I can't believe Phil Spencer told you to get it together. <laughs> and, he, and he yelled at you. It's wild, right? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, Sorry, y'all. Real talk. This is this is this is devastating. And I oh, want yeah. to preface this going into this, if anybody is like an Xbox first fan you're listening in, yeah, mm-hmm. understand that like we're grieving and I've, yes. <laughs> I've hit the acceptance stage and I don't know where Kyle is. We're going to find out where. So if we're talking like we're in our feelings, a little bit is that. And please just allow us that. Yeah. We're, yeah. The, <sighs> I'm trying, I'm trying to come to terms with it, right? Because yeah. we both are, we're both very big on the we hate f- fanboyism. We want right. to celebrate video games. Yeah. This hurts as a PlayStation fan and a PlayStation gamer. Mm-hmm. So if it sounds a little bit fanboy, it's natural. My yeah. feelings hurt. I'm in my feelings real hard. <laughs> um, and honestly, for, for, for reasons yeah. that aren't like, you know, prominent when you look at this deal up yeah. first, first and foremost. Yeah. So, who also must be in their feelings right now is also Sony. Uh, Sony oh, yeah. shell, sh- uh, share shares. Look at me with the words again. It's the Novocaine uh, fell 13% following the news of Activision Blizzard's deal. Uh, they lost over $20 billion. Think Ooh. about that. My goodness. Uh, Phil Spencer expects Oh, oh, sorry. This is the second point. Uh, we'll save that a little bit later. So, right, right here now, a lot of yeah. things are happening. Um, there's never been a deal this size. I mean, when it comes to third-party publishing, Activision's the largest in terms of market value. Right? They literally print out the biggest game every mm-hmm. year, which mm-hmm. is Call of Duty, and it is the most profitable video game IP. Hands down. Yeah. This is ginormous news. And I want to know your take, your reaction, not like where you were (laughs) when this happened. We've all been there. I want to know what your feelings are right now in this moment about this deal. Oh, man. It's hard to pick one 
place and stick to it. My yeah. mind's all over the place because there's so many things that I think we want to hit on this, but it honestly, I'm I'm worried straight out of the uh, out of the gate. I'm, I'm that? worried that? because Microsoft's just going to buy everybody. That's what it feels like to mm-hmm. me. It's because they have the money and and they're they're willing to spend. And to me, they're they they just bought up so many fabulous, amazing studios. Right, makes you want to buy an Xbox, huh? I mean, yeah, I'm happy I have one. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah. Uh, in addition to like last year, I was sitting here upset that they bought Bethesda. Right. And I'm missing out on Wolfenstein and Doom and, and uh, you know, Arcane Elder Scrolls. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm I'm thinking of all the potential that Activision locked away for so many years, which is now going to be fully unlocked right. underneath Xbox. And but how isn't that a good thing that these IP are finally then just getting yes, used? Okay. It absolutely is, but it's a bitter pill to swallow where Xbox now owns Crash, Spyro, Tony Hawk, Guitar Hero, all these franchises and IP that mean so much to me because I played them on PlayStation. Mm. And to me, they are so ingrained to PlayStation. Right. But now they are fully on on Team Green. It's weird. It's very weird. It's all of a sudden... It's like the PlayStation mascot, Joe, is now on Xbox. I get it. Oh, my God. Here's where my feelings are. Because I I understand, like, to to me, Kyle, I feel like you're the casualty. Because, like, you don't get, like, you're not in the fanboy comments pretending to be a fucking lawyer. I'm sorry for the cuss. I forgot the the bleep button. It's going to (laughs) happen. It's going to happen. This thing's going to, you know, and, and people are like, well, why didn't they just buy, you know, Ubisoft, EA, and 2K, that would equal to the amount. That's where you, that's, that's where the buck stops. That's where we get into the, this is a monopoly. You're just, you literally just bought it all. So Microsoft wants to tread lightly and also own all the IP that they want to publish. That's why they didn't buy WB. So they took a look at this and you get an annual release every year that prints cash. And then you get legacy IP on PC. You get a mobile suite with King. You get it all in this deal. And so to me on paper, if I'm a, if I'm Phil Spencer, this is a deal of a lifetime, right? Absolutely. Because again, PC game pass, like Blizzard to me, it doesn't hurt that they're on Xbox because I view Blizzard as a PC thing. Sure. Absolutely. Right? So to me, uh, you know, that's not a big hurt but i i have played diablo and overwatch on playstation but again i i play it really on pc can, can i throw something in there right now that yeah, i think you'd be super excited for about yeah. and i think you probably have already thought about this uh-huh. but like microsoft's got to see what sony has done with having final fantasy 14 as a big mmo on playstation now they own blizzard world of warcraft on console no still not at some point Eh, probably at some point. Who knows? Uh, I, everybody that's never played World of Warcraft says that. People that have played World of Warcraft, it you need you literally need a Warcraft two, like a World of Warcraft two. That's how you do. I don't it. know. I don't know. I, I, I no. I don't. <laughs> Trust me. All the emotes and all the like. How do, how are you gonna get the mods in there? It's gonna be a mess. All right. That that said, um, you know, I take a look at the PC side. Makes sense. Mobile, we none of us mess with this. It's fine. Go ahead, have it. It is the Call of Duty thing. 
that's the that's the big one where I kind of think of like I'm not I'm, I'm thinking of people like you and just people that have been content on PlayStation playing Call of Duty, and now all of a sudden the rugs ripped from under them. And you're you're right. You're thinking about all this magnificent IP that I've been playing again on PC, but also on my PlayStation. Content there, and the feeling for me, Kyle, is that PlayStation earned my dollar. Like I am yeah. not going to sit here and say I've always been a PlayStation fan, right? Since PS One, that's a lie. I would be lying to you. PlayStation earned my dollar when I played Uncharted Two for the first time and was blown away by what that game was able to do. And ever since then, I've been a primarily a PlayStation player. When I think of my top five games of all time, we're talking Bloodborne, we're talking Ghost of Tsushima, we're talking God of War, we're talking Uncharted, we're talking Horizon. PlayStation earned my dollar. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be in the ecosystem. There's a different feeling that I have as a PlayStation owner of I have to be on this ecosystem it's not that you earned my dollar it's kind of like you bought my dollar it feels like wait i'm confused a little bit yeah please about what you mean by that what i mean by that is like i don't really want to be here on playstation no on xbox i'm sorry oh i I thought you were referencing playstation that's no 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 no. whereas playstation has earned my dollar because they've given me experiences i can't get anywhere else and And that's where my feelings are yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. Like, as a PlayStation fan, I'm not entirely too gutted because there are so many amazing PlayStation experiences that are coming out still Yeah, that I still have um, that I'm excited about and I'm excited about PlayStation Studios as a whole. So those games, and I'll be totally fine with. Right. But with this deal, it raises more questions on what, Sony and PlayStation's counter attack is can't, but that's why I'm like, you, you think about it. Xbox now has all the first person shooters, right? Call of Duty, Halo. I mean, Battlefield is multiplat, but yeah, the, you're talking like the major, the heavy yeah. hitter, which is Call and, of Duty. and what, yeah, what have we been saying forever? PlayStation needs some first part, first person shooting in right. their lineup. And there is some of these studios that are making something for them, but we at least had Call of Duty to have that there. Right, PlayStation got to make their narrative-driven, amazing Oscar games, right? While making deals that made it or had perks to things like Call of Duty so that we think of Call of Duty as a PlayStation thing when it's actually multi-platform, right? and and so yeah, this this is now an even bigger drive of PlayStation needs to uh, broaden their portfolio to to more things. You need RPGs now. You need a first person shooter, and you mm-hmm. need a first person shooter that could take on Call of Duty, and that's no easy stretch whatsoever. No, not at so, all. So yeah, this is um this is a big swing. And this is the this is the blow that hurts. Now that being said, I wasn't gonna buy the next Call of Duty, and we've been kind of staunchly on the. Uh, I'm not. I don't know how I feel about Activision anymore. But with this deal and Bobby Kotick leaving, that's my biggest pain point that has kind of alleviated is. And I think the the biggest thing is Phil Spencer talked to talk in November, saying that we we are reevaluating our relationship, and when he really meant reevaluating, it's like we're just buying them. And it, to me, the biggest hurt is that the people, the toxic, you know, people that allowed all the 
all these allegations that happen don't get punished. They just get rewarded. Yep. And I, I think that's the first time I saw Phil Spencer do CEO talk. And that kind of felt like a betrayal because I genuinely thought in that moment, like we did, wow, PlayStation's pressuring them. Xbox is pressuring them. Nintendo's pressuring them. But Xbox was a different type of pressure. And that, that sucks. And yeah. that's, that's the biggest the, the pain point for me Yeah. with all this. this after, news. after the sticker shock of that, that graphic of Xbox plus Activision Blizzard getting yeah. it all under one roof, it was immediately, well, what's happening with Bobby? Right. What, what, what are all, what are all those toxic people underneath Bobby? They leave uh, with uh, their golden parachutes. But that's what I mean. They're going to be left. They're leaving with a, a, a huge wad of money in their yeah. pocket. But like in real talk, they were always going to leave with a big, lot of sure. money and even if they weren't they're still rich and they never have to sure. worry about it ever so you know the, the the thing we have to think about is like well at least they're gone and they can't do any more harm and they have an incentive of making this place finally better before they go yeah. right so mm -hmm. to me this news that's that's the true hurt here because when people are like oh bobby codex fired it's like no he won like, you guys, he won. He survived the gauntlet. He's walking away with approximately, just his shares alone, $300 million. He won the gauntlet. He's not fired. He's retired. Difference. And, and you, you also got to think about how now he doesn't have to directly answer to the government anymore. Right. Right. Microsoft and their lawyers are going to take that what away. What happens to the unionization movement? I know there's been like, we're still pressuring them, but like. That also stalls. So there's just some negative things to me of why I lean negative. It's not necessarily because I'm a PlayStation fanboy. I'll play those games on PC like I just noted. It's more yeah. like, man, I would have liked to see some justice, but it yeah, is the yeah. world, and that's the the way of, of, of it. That being said, oh, man, this has huge implications for PlayStation, and we had... Kyle, I'm not kidding you. Over a hundred comments and questions about this. So I want to just preface. We couldn't get all the questions in. There were a lot of them. So I appreciate all the love and support. And with that, Trucker Sloth writes in. Here's a question for the show. Do we think Sony had any idea this deal was going down? Or do you think they were blindsided like the rest of us? If they were surprised, what do you think their initial reactions and thoughts are? Oh, I think this was a a blindside blindside ev for everybody. I think they did a really good job of keeping this like nobody knew this was happening. People. Exactly, mm -hmm. and, and like you would think, multiple people who report on this stuff and look for the inside sources or whatever, they would get a, like a little whiff of it. But no, it came yeah. out of nowhere. Even Jason Schreier, who right. we like to joke about around here on the show. Right. He, he was on vacation and he had dropped and he had to write about it because yeah. he didn't know anything. No, about no, it no. He had to give his two cents because no, he's Jason yeah. Schreier. Yeah, sure. sure. Um, no, they were absolutely blindsided. And what yeah. were their initial thoughts and reactions? How do we how do we react to this? Yeah. Mm hmm. 
Uh, things got a whole because you guys, you have to preface this. This is the reason why it's a big deal. I don't give a shit if you don't play Call of Duty. I don't play Call of Duty. Yeah. The fact is, Call of Duty is the number one selling game on PlayStation year in year out. That's why this is big. Yeah. So Sony's wallet is getting hurt right now in a big and bad way, and they got to find out how to fix it. So that's that's the pain point if you're PlayStation. So yeah, they're they're thinking about how do we react and h- how can we with that amount of money because Microsoft literally just priced PlayStation out of competition mm. with this move, and it's signs that other players, maybe an Apple, probably a, a, an Amazon, are looking to get in here, and that's why they're trying to make such a big imprint to scare off those folks by throwing that amount of money in the ring. So to me, at the same exact time, I rather deal with the devil I know, Microsoft, than the Jeff Bezos I don't. I and and that's why I'm not. In, too hurt by this because I don't want Amazon to get any more leeway in really anything. That yeah. being said, Toxic writes in after Codex quote yesterday, after the news broke of the acquisition, it really got me thinking uh, about the gaming industry and what will it look like in the next 10 to 20 years. And it stressed me out because I hate the thought of these current mega corporations, including Microsoft, expanding more and more. I've never liked Xbox in my entire personal history of video gaming, and now it's looking like I may not be able to avoid them in the future at all. Can you guys tell me everything's going to be okay? Toxic, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Worst things, worse, you got to hold an Xbox controller when you want to play a certain game. That being said, I do feel you here. Man, we... Uh, it's a weird feeling seeing people cheer on the Blade Runner future that we are bound to hit. Like, Microsoft's literally in everything, and we're like, yeah, no, this is fine. They're in yeah. my car. They're on my TV. They're in my phone. They're it's on my what, word processor. Uh, this is great. <laughs> what's the company from Wally? They're on my news. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It, yeah. it's, it's it's like that, where it, it, the Walmart of Wally, where they just take over everything yeah. and they make everything, they do everything, and it's just. A one-stop shop, and it is. It does feel like that because between last year with Bethesda, this year with Activision Blizzard King, it's a lot of lot of studio, yeah, a lot of studios, a lot of people, that a lot being of said devs as well. Like as, as much as like we talk about cheering on the Blade Runner future, the current leadership at, at Xbox is awesome. Oh, absolutely. Phil Spencer is a genuinely. He seems like a genuine dude. Again, sometimes talks like a CEO and depresses me. But like, even when you see the corporate leadership, they talk the talk, and it seems like they're walking the walk. You got amazing, uh, uh, like half of the more over half of the executives are women and people of color. Like that's awesome. Love it. Holy crap! And mm-hmm. devs seem, uh, you know, that they enjoy what they're doing there. So, yeah, as much as like this is scary because who comes after Phil and what their plans are? Uh, maybe it's like Jim Ryan too or something. It's <laughs> it's. That's where I get concerns like, okay, but after his tenure, what happens? But that's also just fear talking. So to me, this is like a nice er, Blade Runner dystopian future, I feel like. Um, So, yeah, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And the one thing that I want to preface to, Kyle, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. I love what uh, I had a conversation on cast co-op. It's a show that I do with Ainsley Bowden and our friend of me, Luke Lore, who actually sucks. Um, Ains said something great. It's what does PlayStation want to be? What are they content with being? Do they actually really want to be the leader 
of the industry because even with this acquisition set, Kyle, Xbox is still the third largest in terms exactly. of market share. Mm-hmm. Sony's still number one. And even when you combine Activision and Xbox together, it does not match PlayStation. So we forget that while at the same exact time thinking PlayStation could just end up being a Nintendo. Well, yeah, we don't make the buku bucks like we used to, but we still make an impact. The games people will go to are will be there. And we could just kind of be content. Mm-hmm. That's that's the other thing I feel like people are missing with the fear. I'm sorry. What were you guys say, Kyle? Well, and to that point, I, I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I, I, I'd be 100% okay if PlayStation just kept doing what they've been doing and expanding on it every generation or every couple of years, whatever, yeah. and just adding more organic type of additions to the team and bring it to new heights and whatnot. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I forgot my other point, so it's, it's fine. <laughs> That's fair. Back. It's fair. But yeah, like we still have Horizon. We still have God of War. We still have The Last of Us. We still have Uncharted. We still have these amazing games like Ghost mm-hmm. of Tsushima, Bloodborne. Don't worry. It's just yeah. we won't have the, the the cachet as we once had. I mean, who knows? Maybe that is for the better. Well, and we'll get there as well. Oh, I thought of my point. Go for it. I th- I think another reason why Toxic, you you think you're th- like the 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 klaxons and the sirens are going <laughs> off, and, and you're you're worried. I th- it goes with what we've been saying for a, for I think a few months now. Sony's too quiet with our yeah. PlayStation front. I think if PlayStation has was talking a little bit more and like have some sort of like uh, extra buzz around it and excitement, like yes, Horizon's very soon, but like the future, it's still very quiet. I don't know if this would be as, I mean, it still would be pretty. It's it's pretty, monumental. This is the biggest story yeah. to ever break. Ever. But I, I feel if we had a little bit of hope, a little bit of something, something. Yeah, this know? this is again, this is encouraging PlayStation to talk to us more and to make some moves. And speaking of big moves, and uh and Johnson writes in, do you think PlayStation is planning on a comparable acquisition to X- Xbox getting Activision Blizzard? Yes. Absolutely. And I don't want that either. <laughs> I like, know. <laughs> we've been pretty staunch. Like, we we're just like, okay, we get Bethesda and Xbox. We'll, yeah. we'll, begrudgingly, we understand. There's a relationship there. I don't really buy the huge relationship between Xbox and, and Activision. I right? mean, C- Call of Duty, I tie to Xbox 360 more Sure, than but then, else. like, it's made the switch to PlayStation. It, it's going class. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's never been, like, a strong, to me, like, a... A real like allegiance again. Call of Duty, yeah, big during the 360 era, but that's also flop. So, you know, I I don't like the consolidation in in all honesty because I like to be content where I am, and that's the other thing is like change is weird, and we all don't like it. And this is a whole lot of change in less than two years. Yeah, and absolutely. so are they planning on a how comparable of an acquisition? Not <sighs> sixty eight billion dollars worth. Not sixty. Not forty. Not thirty. Think. Not even twenty. Think like they got like I, I like they probably got like fourteen billion dollars to spend. So where are we gonna spend that? Where are we gonna toss that around? That's um, that's the big question, Joe. You can still, you, listen, you could do some damage. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely can, but I do think at like the number you just said, fourteen billion. I yeah. think that rules out EA, even though I don't want that. Well, that space would be. Yeah, but fourteen billion seems low. Sure, 
for all of Well, the even eggs. like, and I hate the speculative bullshit. I know there's like channels built around it, but like to me, it's just like, I don't know. They're going to buy who they're going to buy. Like they can't sure. just, to me, the answer is like, they can't, un, they, <laughs> they can't themselves. They have to, <laughs> they can't, they can't un themselves. So like they have to do something and they have to guarantee some type of portfolio for themselves just in case someone else comes in and swoops up something big. So like, yeah, if you're going to do it, I guess go with things that are or companies that you have strong partnerships with. I, I like square square, square which is everybody's what's everybody's been saying, but like that kind of makes the most sense. Cause you guys have the most synergy together. Mm -hmm. You have a very, very deep relationship with each other. I remember, I think PlayStation used to own almost 20% of Square at one point. So like, it's a lot of, of, yeah. of, of relationship there. And then you also have some really talented, uh, you know, Western devs as well over there with, you know, uh, Eidos and who knows, maybe you get, you know, uh, Crystal Dynamics before Microsoft does that as well. So to me that that's probably like the, the easiest one to kind of get. Yeah especially because they're both Japanese companies, but that's kind of where the buck stops. Cause I don't want them to like go out and buy Ubisoft. Cause like to me, no. that would be the biggest casualty because Ubisoft actually does different stuff than, than a lot of third party. Like dude, they'll do you draw. They'll do, you know, they'll, they'll put a Mario game out there, which is nuts. They'll, they'll, you know, mess around with VR. Like they're very exploratory mm -hmm. in that regard. And somebody just locking them up would depress me greatly. Yeah. I, I again I don't I mean, know the, the other one would be it's coming the other one would be WB games which we floated around absolutely last year around that time no. why do you say absolutely not I mean just take a look at Xbox's acquisitions for a sec right yeah what does Bethesda and Activision have in common all their IP they own and all their IP is legendary mm. with WB games you're talking about oh we're gonna also buy discovery Right, that's so like fair. We're, that's, that's fair. some transmedia. That's shit. a good point. That's a good point that I, I didn't didn't. Nobody put wants Rocksteady without Batman. <laughs> I mean, I I can, I don't think we can say that. No, I don't. I want them to keep making awesome. Yeah, I, I do stuff. as well. But I would I would trust them to do something original. Sure, but like the value of that studio goes down because the IP that's mm -hmm. attached to them is. Mm -hmm. And then also you think about it, you got to stop production to make something completely new from scratch. That's a, that's a bit of a headache. So yeah. no, I don't, I don't think WB's there, but we've been shown wrong before. Anything can happen. What am I saying this? Xbox bought Activision. You know what? Yeah. Anything's on the table, which is the other thing is like the en endless possibilities here. Yeah. What up? Take two. Rockstar. Exclusive to PlayStation. How, how's that sound? <laughs> and that, again, and like that doesn't sound good. This it doesn't sucks because then you're screwing uh, millions of people out of their GTA experience. I just, I. It, I it, it's I, like oh we're God. walking in the cafeteria as the new kid at school, <laughs> and everyone <laughs> is has their tables filled with their yeah. click already. Yeah. And I'm just looking for a spot to sit down and play and. Yeah. They're just infighting and fighting against each other. Yeah. Drellish writes in, I somehow get the feeling that the Microsoft acquisition might just spur a buying spree of smaller acquisitions in the coming years, not from Sony, but from Amazon to capture a small piece of the gaming market. They definitely have the cash to do so and might just be the dark horse to join. the. They absolutely are. They have a huge 
the bat like like again Fortnite runs off of amazon service um do you think this is possible yes i guess the biggest fear is that we ha will have to start to experience some type of mono mono culture in the games industry and deals like this might disempower and limit indie developers where exactly to showcase their products i actually don't think that I think so. Like, let's just say Amazon comes in, and I actually doubt Apple comes in, right? And they buy up these studios. Remember, we're fighting for the metaverse. And what is the metaverse? And I'm going to quote our good friend Luke here but a login screen and content. You want to make sure that that person is forever logged into your thing, doing whatever it is they're doing, right? Whether that's playing Last of Us or playing Halo. And what these companies want is monthly stuff to get excited for. Think about Game Pass. We're going to talk about Nobody Saves the World. That's a small little indie thing that Microsoft picked up to have something in January. And that indie studio is benefiting because it got safe money and a safe return out of Microsoft for doing that. So I actually don't think that's the case. I actually think because of things like this, more indie games are going to find uh, safety nets within the yeah, industry. Absolutely. But also fuck Jeff Bezos. All right. <clears throat> Jedi Master Ren writes in. With Activision Blizzard acquisition being announced, it's becoming more apparent that Sony needs a first-person shooter of their own. Do you think now is the time we see a push for Resistance to come back or a brand-new first-person shooter IP? Let me let me just start by saying nothing will fill the void of Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. When it comes to first-person shooters. I thought you were like, like Resistance. <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, obviously, I want resistance back, but yeah. it is, it's, it's will not hold a candle to Call of Duty or yeah. Halo, right? They they need to find something that makes their own that they, they can make their own, and then have over the years have other installments to build on that and build that kind of yeah star power when it comes to the IP. I think I think of resistance. I think of Killzone. I think of um. SOCOM, right? Like, God, I, I, yes. Maybe, oh my God. Maybe this is the, like, oh my God, we need a military FPS. Right? We bring Here back SOCOM. SOCOM. Oh my God. Oh, so, I, like, they have it, the IP hard? there. <laughs> they have the IP in, yeah. the, in the history of PlayStation. Yes. They just haven't been doing anything with them. Yeah. So, like, I, 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 they need whatever that Firewalk Studios is making, we got to see it. Right. We got Whatever to Haven's see. looking at, we exactly. need to see this. Yeah. No, you make a great point. And again, we talked about this a little earlier, of like, need to broaden that portfolio. Absolutely. But look, there are people, from what I'm hearing, inklings of is like, at worst, Warzone is is fine. Like, sure. you'll be able to play it on PlayStation. Um, at best, you're still keeping Call of Duty and we'll get, well, actually we'll get to that right now because a lot of people in the competitive scene go, you're, you're, you're screwing over a large majority of console players that play um, on this one brand is angering them going to help your cause to bring mm -hmm. them over or is just the $15 enough again, maybe. And that's probably people just trying to comfort themselves, but it kind of does make sense in terms of like multiplayer. You want to be on everything. Even well, mobile, that, that's the thing. Like going back to last I'm just year, assuming like, it's like Bethesda and call of duty is going. Just yeah. To let everybody I, know. That's exactly what my assumption is. It yeah. makes sense. Uh, yeah. But I also can totally see if you make call of duty exclusive only to, to Microsoft and Xbox, 
Think about all that money you're leaving on the table over on PlayStation. Kyle, they just spent $70 billion. I, well, 69 Let's be classy. Who? 69 Ooh. Uh, you know, things got a lot sexier. They can leave as much money as they want. They want, look, that $25 million sub thing, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Real talk, mano a mano. It's going to sound fanboyish. I thought it would be a lot higher than 25 million subs. I thought it'd be, a, I, I remember like Xbox fans during E3 last year going, no, I have it from a reliable source that it is 30 million. And it's like, well, check those sources again. Cause 25. Yikes. Now again, not something to scoff at, but I remember people saying Microsoft's having trouble to hit that $30 million or sorry, 30 million threshold. They want to hit 50 so that they can jack the prices up a little bit. And rightfully so that's literally just what happens. Remember Disney Plus used to be like five or six bucks a month. So it's normal. It's not a negative thing. Well, it's kind of whatever. Nonetheless, they want to reach that 50 to 100 million sub mark. So to me, this is how you do it. It's the most popular IP. Rip it off. Who cares with the Band-Aid? Lose the money. You'll hopefully gain Mm -hmm. in the long run. Mm -hmm. That said, though, going back to this question. Yeah. Bring SOCOM back. Get weird. This, this I think, encourages PlayStation to get weird and throw... How many times do we argue when we yell, you got all these IP. You got, like, you used to be so weird. This is yeah, going to make yeah. them be weird again. So I'm going to make that a hat. It's going to be red. <laughs> make PlayStation <laughs> weird again. Uh, no, blue. That would only make sense color-wise. Mm-hmm. But, like, that that's what I want. I think that's what a lot of PlayStation fans want. And I think we have to just lose the concept of being first. It doesn't matter. You were having great times on your PS3. You were having great times on your PS4. They were both in different you know, uh, places as it were. Nobody wins, but corporations, not you. You don't get any, unless you're getting a check from PlayStation or Microsoft. Why do you care about this thing being first? Other than like you hold your validation to this console. I don't know. Ugly robber writes now that Microsoft has bought Activision. Do you think PlayStation has to include day one releases with their Game Pass competitor in order to really compete? And this goes along with Phil Spencer a day before dropping the bomb, which give it up to Phil. He literally just set the rules where Sony has to deliver before this big news. He's like, oh, yeah, they want to compete day one, day one. And then they drop this news. And like, how do you make Spartacus compete with Activision, Bethesda and, and Xbox IP? All in one thing. And mm-hmm. also awesome little studios here there. How do you compete with that? So, Kyle, <laughs> will we actually see this thing be day and date? Oh, man. I, I think I've gone on record saying no. I don't think they need to. But I think this pushes them a little bit to think uh, to think about it a little bit harder. Here's what I think. And it's an unpopular opinion. Hulu, you can get like the basic version and it has ads, right? It's not the best, but I still watch Handmaid's Tale and that's a great show. (laughs) Under his eye, Xbox, under his eye. But at the same exact time, you got things like Disney Plus where we'll drop some movies in a premiere where you have to pay 30 bucks and some whatever, but the IP is so strong that you, you're like, whatever, I'll do a premiere of, I don't know, what is it? Was it Shang-Chi uh, premiere? One of those, Black Widow. Uh, I'll Black pay 30 Widow bucks. Yep. Yeah. And then in a year or two, it'll come 
to the service for free. I still think that's the case because PlayStation still has better IP. I'm just going to say it. Like, there are some Blizzard games that come very close. Diablo, freaking dope. Warcraft in its heyday was great, but it's not anymore. Um, God, yeah. what did they do to Sylvanas? Nonetheless, <laughs> um, you know, they still have the IP that is people stop for. Mm-hmm. And I think they, as long as, and, and I think people miss the point here, as long as their audience is happy and content and they get to grow it at a reasonable uh, uh, you know, rate, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. Just make the audience happy. So what does the audience want? PlayStation has to put their ear to the ground to figure that out. Makes sense to me. Oh, boy. 44 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life. And you can write that down, put it in a notebook, wherever you need to know, you know it. If Spartacus does turn out to be PlayStation's version of Game Pass, comparing both PlayStation and the Xbox catalog of games and developers, which do you think it will be better? Oh, my God. What a great question. That is now so hard. Who? It really is. Because, I mean, it depends, right? Like, you're adding PS1, PS2, PS3, backwards compatibility. You're adding new games every month to this this catalog, back catalog. You have literally, like, you have the best, to me still, the best, uh, you know, studios in the world at PlayStation making some of the best games I've ever played. But then you have Xbox that has some amazing studios too that aren't slouches mm-hmm. in their own right. And to me, I mean, I, the fanboy comes out of me with Blizzard because I still remember them in their heyday. I'm like, oh man, little Lich King. Can't get over that son of a bitch. So honestly, it's kind of a, the eye of the beholder. I'd like both. And I know that's such a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, I'm just thinking like, yeah, I mean, on the surface surface level, PlayStation will be better because that's the ecosystem. Those games I enjoy more. But I think at, it all depends on like the terms, right? When I, mm-hmm. when I say terms, I think of how long are these games going to be on the services for? Right. How quickly are the, they going to get pulled? How much of the changeover? Are they going to be there forever on Spartacus? Like for the old backlog catalog games? Or will they be gone in a year or two? Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of questions there. Because I know Game Pass, things get switched out pretty frequently. Yeah. Uh, They come and go. And some come back. Some don't. Like it's. It all depends on that for me to say which one would be better. But like you give me that back catalog of PlayStation library. I'm, I'm set. Yeah. Oh, man, it gets I, I would actually kind of lean towards Xbox at this point. I know I'm a player host of PlayStation podcast, blah, 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 Sony Pony. but I'm just thinking of Diablo. I'm like, they got variety. Sure. But also, at the same exact time, they they lack parity. So, like, it's like, am I talking about Game Pass PC or am I talking about Game Pass console? Because if it's Game Pass PC, well, I, I'm leaning towards Xbox here because of Blizzard. Mm-hmm. But also, if we're talking console, I'm like, yeah, PlayStation. That's where I prefer to play most of those games. Um, and at this point, like, again, there's like Bethesda to think about the next Elder Scrolls, right? 
uh, Starfield if we see more than a couple of JPEGs and pretend to be excited about it. You know, there's just things in there. <laughs> Settle down. I got a few people angry at that comment, I know. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, it's... It, what a great question. We finally now come to a point, and I mean this wholeheartedly, and it may come as, as a dig, and I apologize, where um, Xbox has a great catalog. Absolutely. And truly one that goes head-to-head with PlayStation. So mm-hmm. all it took was, you know, over $74 billion. Do we have a total of number of studios now for Xbox? I think they have officially like 32 mainline studios that are making games. But like wow. if we were adding support, it's a whole lot more. Wow. Yeah. And here's the thing, too, because I heard a lot of people like mergers are always bad. In the case of Microsoft, I do want to give light to the fact that when it came to Bethesda, they didn't take any jobs away. They added jobs. Mm-hmm. So like we're talking about like Call of Duty does probably will get... A, a lot more people to support that game or even if it's now not on PlayStation those people could just dedicate it to one platform so there are like ups and uh, you know there there are some positives here if you're the developers for sure uh, some added you know, comfort um, also for Xbox this gives them more viability worldwide uh, Activision's a global you know publishing arm um, you know they localize games like Sekiro so you know, that's that's something to, to kind of think about as well when we're talking about this. This is this has changed and, the game. Yeah, and I'm I'm genuinely excited for the other studios underneath Activision to get their chance to shine again and yeah. not be folded into the call of duty machine. Like give us back Vicarious Visions and let them do cool things. Give Toys for Bob like a banjo game. That'd be freaking rad. Yeah, everybody's like, like give a banjo. Love of God. You know, High Moon Studios made those Transformer games. Oh like, my they God. were so good. Bino- the Beanox, like before Insomniac Spider-Man, yeah. Beanox made some pretty great Spider-Man games. Give so them like, the Incredible Hulk. I want that they game are, back. <laughs> they are so... The studios over there underneath Activision are spectacular. And I am genuinely excited to see them hopefully get to do their thing and not just be let's all make call of duty. Cause it makes yeah. us a ton of money kind of thing. Yeah. And again, I still think like call of duty is a yearly release, but I do think like the studios we really want to see out, yeah. uh, get out and start making their own thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's also really exciting. Again, there's ups and downs to this. It's, it's, yeah. you know, I've really enjoyed our conversation here, Kyle, because it's not like the typical, like, I saw one person on Twitter like, well, nothing ain't matching to, to Spider-Man. It's like, no, shut up, you idiot. It's like, this is this is a big, and I, I kind of, I really dug the way we we went about this. Because it wasn't yeah. like, woe is me, and let's take out the scotch, and let's just start happy, drinking to the old memories. I'm happy I have you to help, like, focus the conversation. Because <laughs> my brain is still going all over the place and thinking about different possibilities yeah. and whatnot. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we move it along here? Or? No. Yeah. I mean, just is Guitar Hero, Each. is it coming back, please? Yeah. And again, I think we have to, no one's dead here. PlayStation's still going to be around. They are literally, again, still the most profitable game company. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. In terms of, of, of brand recognition, they they're literally, the PlayStation brands in the top 10 most recognizable brands in the world. PlayStation yeah. ain't going anywhere. There is a more serious conversation to be had of where Sony's future. That's a, that's a real conversation to actually have because they aren't as, you know, 
not to say they're doing bad, they're doing good, but they're no Samsung. There's they're no Apple in terms of the, the big tech. And they've had to maneuver as a production company when it comes to movies and TV. They don't really have their own service. So mm-hmm. to me, they've really had to do a lot of maneuvering here. And I wonder what happens to the future of that company. But again, it's not doom and gloom. They're doing really well. So it's 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 really just um where do we see PlayStation in the future? Because to me, they have 18 months to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Like they have technically they have like one, maybe two call of duties left until they actually have to have something of importance. Yeah. And when usually you have your back against the wall is when you really start being creative and taking those risks. And if there's one thing that we've been criticizing Sony is that they've been risk averse. This is going to make them take those risks and to make the games that we really want. And not to say that we don't want horizon because we all do, but like we want you to be weird. This is, I think the, the ticket in this is, I think you're looking, Sony is looking at the, the, the field and going, and I, and I, this is from Twitter and, Sometimes they, they give you good ideas. It's not about the console is king. It's about content is king. And they are taking a look at the future going, all right, we need to get into this and we need more studios and we need more projects. And the only question is, how do we afford those things? It's not to say that they're poor, they're broken, they can't do that. Just understand that Xbox is taking a loss on Game Pass. They're taking a loss to build this huge portfolio month in and month out because they have a five, 10 year plan. They can take the 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 the, the beatings, the bruises. They're literally paying cash for this, this whole thing. They get to make the those type of investments because they are literally an endless pit of money, um, which isn't fair, but that's the, that's business baby. So PlayStation doesn't have the endless supply of cash, but they're not broke by any means. So what are you going to do? And that is the exciting thing. I don't take this as a bad thing, Kyle, to end this rant. I take this as a really good thing Mm -hmm. because we've seen Sony be safe for way too long and quiet for way too long. This is going to force them to start talking. So guys, this isn't the end of the world. You still have Horizon. You still have the Wolverine. You still yeah. have Spider-Man. We're playing Horizon in a month. We're, 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 we're great. Uh, just real quick, quick aside. Yeah. How many Brinks trucks do you think is $68 billion? Because <laughs> you said cash, and I'm thinking, yeah. how many Brinks armored yeah. trucks will that will take to make sure it can hold 68 billion dollars i'm thinking of like the school bus in, in dark night in dark night where the guy's throwing the money in the in the bus yep. oh that's a lot of money <laughs> and it's only like three duffel bags or whatever yeah. it is. how many <sighs> duffel bags is 68 billion dollars i don't know somebody do the math i don't know <laughs> thank god you understood that reference i got gotcha. you <sighs> yeah yeah, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger. Kyle, that bad Joker impression aside, let's get into the next. <laughs> let's get into the next piece of news. I just laugh uh, so gross into the mic. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm having fun today. Uh, that was 
You sounded like another villain, and it's not going to come to me. Uh, Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, PlayStation games on PC was Sony first-party devs' idea. God of War director Corey Barlog has revealed that it was Sony's first-party studios that were pushing the company to release PlayStation games on PC, and the powers that be ultimately reached a tipping point where they agreed to go ahead. Speaking to Game Informer, Barlog said that PlayStation Studios collectively sent, quote, so many suggestion box suggestions, unquote, that that someone higher up at Sony decided, quote, I'm tired of hearing all this. Fine, we'll do this, end quote. However, both the management and developers are still coming to grips with the process of porting PlayStation exclusives over to PC and figuring out a strategy for doing so. Contrary to popular belief, releasing PlayStation games on PC does not impact console sales, and Santa Monica Studios' Matt DeWald confirmed as much to Game Informer. Quote, We've sold almost 20 million, like 19.5 million copies of God of War on console, he said. There are still people out there that have never played it, and if they haven't played it on console by now, they're probably not going to play it on console, end quote. DeWald and Barlog said that releasing PlayStation exclusives on PC opens up developers' work to a whole new audience, which is exciting for studios. Ooh-wee. That's... So, the impressive thing here... First of all... Yeah. There's so many people who own a PlayStation and haven't played God of War. What's what's wrong here? (laughs) People are stupid, man. What's wrong here? (laughs) No, I look at it as this is one... One game, one console, ninety million. Oh yeah! In in a span of like four or five years, that's nuts. Now, Kyle, I think the the like the people playing it on day one concurrently was at around like sixty seventy thousand. So this game sold well, man. It's selling well yeah. on PC. And it, this goes with what we've been saying. Number one where, as well, yeah. Uh, they've made as much money as they possibly can on console. So why not branch out to PC? It just makes sense. Now, uh, I, I I hate to bring up the last subject. Wow. If anything, this kind of forces PlayStation to do day and date PC and console. Mm. It's Again, we're going to get to the point where we're fighting over logins. And we're not fighting over boxes. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be on anything, like Satya Nadella said, anything with a processor. You know, so yeah. Know which one's going to win that battle, Joe? Who? The one that will make not make me uh, change my password, which is completely Steam. correct the first time I put it in. <laughs> we, we've all been there. Be like, oh, what's your password? Kyle. All right, let me change it. Put in a new password. You can't because you already used that one. Bullshit. That's. <laughs> don't tell me that. God bless. Yeah. You know how many times I forget my Xbox login? Yeah. And all it is is password one two three four exclamation point. Like, come on. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But PC, PlayStation on PC, yeah. exciting. I'm happy a lot of people are going to get to play these games for the first time. It makes sense. One day I'll own a Steam Deck and I'll be playing these games on the go. That's going to be exciting. Very exciting. Um, and I'm very excited by this news. Again, I this is this is it. It's happening, and probably because of the announcement before, this is happening now at record speed. And good. Yeah. This is awesome. Uh, there, we, we've already seen some people be CJ from San Andreas. That's Kratos. 
I did see that. I was like, wow, that's awesome. It's like, oh, shit. Here we go again. So, Is that this week's uh, check-in on the God of War mods? There's also one where he has big old googly eyes and like his like <laughs> a big chin like past his face with his tongue out. It's hilarious uh, and frightening. But yeah, awesome. Awesome news. Now let's get into some flash news. All these are from uh, VGC because I got a little lazy. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West gets a new story trailer. And some character screens. Uh, and to note, first off, dope trailer. Aloy looks fantastic. Like, she, like there's one part where she scrunches like her her brow, and you see like you know the creases of her forehead. Yeah, it's nuts. I was like, what? The? Oh my god, technology's crazy. I, I'm on blackout. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's I'll cool. I'll take your word for it. Well, uh, hashtag spoiler alert. Um, I saw this though. It's okay. okay. I saw this. Carrie Ann Moss, um, who plays trinity in the good matrixes and the one that just happened uh she's going to be one of the villains as well as oh my god angela bassett we talk about someone that could throw me through a <laughs> wall <laughs> oh my god the thirst all right let's settle down joe we got a show to do uh love of my life uh, okay so yeah um check that trailer out joe got thirsty over you know that uh kyle we're a month away yeah and xbox can't take that away from us at least no, right? they can't <laughs> right? no they can't <laughs> right swear to god gorilla make the game go gold <laughs> right <now>. please <laughs> daddy needs this oh god oh yeah and it's stated again Sixty thousand concurrent God of War uh, PC peoples. All right, with all that news and all that flash stuff out of the way, Kyle, are you holding on to something? I am. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront until like Microsoft buys it too. <laughs> <laughs> on January 8th, we got ri- uh, River City Girls for PlayStation 5. Ooh, ooh, wee. Uh, I really want to play that. Are we going to finally play co-op and we're going to play that, Kyle? I don't know. God damn it. Tanks vs. Tanks PvP. Just if you didn't know, Tanks vs. Tanks was player v. player. Now you know. On mm. PlayStation 4. Queenie Army on PS5, PS4. On January 19th dismantle but they got a little attitude because instead of an i it's a y comes out on ps5 and ps4 and the enigma machine on playstation 4 on january 20th we got the hitman trilogy coming on playstation 5 playstation 4 and game pass oh no what are we becoming what have i become just go play hitman i don't care it's amazing we got rainbow six uh Sorry, Rainbow Six Extraction on PS5 and PS4. I heard that's a skip. I did not request a code because I was not interested. And uh, probably better for it. RPG Golf Legends, PS5, PS4. And Wind Jammers 2 on PS4. Anything exciting you here, Kyle? Uh, River City Girls is great. Yeah. Is that an easy platinum? You think we could attain that together? Ooh, I don't know. Beat-ups, I think, have some pretty difficult trophies. But I'll look it up. Let me see. Okay. Kyle, we got through the news so fast that I, all the news and all the questions, for the most part, just surrounded this whole Xbox PlayStation deal. So we only have one question 
tonight, coming in from the Sony Pony Express. This comes from Yuna, who writes in, Hey guys, this might be a long one, so strap yourself in. A couple weeks ago, when Joe was answering my question, he stated he thought I wrote crush instead of crash, and that gave me this idea. Instead of the old who is your typical crush in a video game question, uh, what type of characters you crush on more than others? For example, for uh, for me, it is mage-type characters, like Anders from Dragon Age, though he's a complete piece of shit, you know? You know, like the bad boys, all right. <laughs> or Emma from Trails of Cold Steel. Let me see. I don't know who this person is. I need to... Who, Emma? Yeah, from Trails of I, I, As an RPG fan, I know I need to play the Trails of Cold Steel games. Apparently, they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, Joe knows this. I think some people know this. Oh, she a cutie. Oh, she a cutie. I mean, physically, just give my character, give the any character red hair, mm-hmm. and I'm in. Yeah, I'm that's instantly true. attracted to that person. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, t- like personality types and mm-hmm. like character types. That's interesting. I don't know. I I, th- I think I'm I'm thinking. I think a mage type as well. I think I think Yuna and I have the same type. I think like I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Yennefer. You know, mm-hmm. love of my life. I'm thinking of, um, oh my God, from Mass Effect 2. Oh my God. Miranda? Miranda, yeah, Miranda punched me through the heart. Just end me immediately. Um, and then like, oh my God, who's the chick from Warcraft? Uh, Jenna. Wow, it's, it's. I, I cannot fan. help you on this one. What a fake fan. Jaina, Jaina Proudmore. There you go, Jesus. Um, but then again, like they ruined her character too. Like that's the thing. Like I like a really strong character that's compelling and that has you know problems like we all do. If I could relate to them, I could crush on them. You know. I kind of, I kind of like the uh, the tomboyish, like strong female characters, like Tifa. Okay. Oh, Tifa could. And like Aloy, obviously. Throw me through a <laughs> wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that they are the ones that I'm I'm drawn to yeah. first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. What's uh? Is her name? What's what's? Oh my God, what's the what's the bald lady from Mass Effect Two now? Is her name Jax as well? Uh, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. What up, girl? <laughs> what up, girl? That said. That's it. That's all the questions that we have this week for the trophy room. Now it's a segment we finally get to come back to. Oh, yay. What you've been playing. And Kyle, I have a feeling you've forsaken us. (laughs) Excuse me? You know, we talk about this Xbox acquisition and you're out here now playing Xbox games. You know? Listen, I follow the developer where they go. That's fair. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to get a code for Nobody Saves the World, um, uh, which is only on Xbox as of right now. Mm. Uh, I don't know anything. They haven't said anything, but I could imagine a Death Door situation where maybe that comes out sooner sooner than later on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, Nobody Save the, Saves the World is from Drinkbox Studios. It is an arcade uh um, And what have RPG. they made? 
What have they made? Yeah. Guacamelee, Guacamelee Two, <clears throat> Severed on Vita. Um, really amazing, amazing titles. And so this is more of a uh, action RPG. I said arcade RPG. That was wrong. Action RPG where you take you are a nobody mm-hmm. who uses different forms to uh, to battle and and find this um, this mage. Who is gone missing? Is this mage um, also hot? I'm asking for me and you. Uh, no, okay. I don't. I don't think I've run into the mage yet. I haven't beaten it yet. Fair enough. Um, but this game has f- it, it has all the charm you want from a drink box game. The writing is is funny and clever. The art style is gorgeous. The gameplay is super fun and addicting. This is a game where you sit down and you'd be like, "All right, I'll play for like 30 minutes, whatever." Three hours go by. And you're having oh. a great time. You, you get sucked into it. The forms are great. Uh, my favorite is it's an early one, but it's uh, you play as a rat, mm-hmm. and it's just like a little gnaw attacks. It's super fast. It can add poison. Um, so is this? Because I'm sorry, I, I I did space out. I'll be honest. I was thinking about Angela Bassett putting her yeah, heel I on gotcha. my chest. I got gotcha. uh, <laughs> It happens to the best. Of us. Is this like a Zelda like dungeon crawler, like a top yeah. down 2D? Yeah, top down. It is okay. a lot of dungeons. Yeah, so it is their take on a Zelda type of game. Okay. Um, and it is surprisingly very deep as well. Like you can customize each form with different abilities from t- other forms as you level up. Um, so like you can have a a form that has a poison attack, but also a sharp blunt, a light attack, um, different status effects. Really, really cool stuff. Hmm. And it's very quick and easy to access as well so like a game that has quests constantly updating might feel a little overwhelming mm-hmm. but with nobody saves the world it has everything stuck to the left left bumper mm. so you just pull up the left bumper and you can see which quests you're following and see the 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 tracker update in real time um and you're constantly being rewarded it's such a blast i can't wait for people to to put some more time into it. Uh, it's roughly around 20 hours uh, is, is what um, we were told. I'm about eight, nine hours into it. Nice. Um, it's a great, great. Do you great think it's game. an easy plat? I think it's going to take some time. I, okay. I, I think it's going to be pretty similar to like the guacamole plats, which are some of my favorite where you will have to play it again on new game plus. Mm. Um, but it is a game that is well, like that you want to do that. Okay. Like it won't it won't feel like a chore that you're going through that. All right. Cool. Yeah. Anything else you've been playing or is that pretty much Oh it? yeah, I just said I, the fever was getting too too much. <laughs> it was it was getting too high. Yeah. And I was like I can't wait another month. I need my Aloy fix now. Ooh. So I was play I I hopped back into Horizon yeah. for the first time since I platted it in like 2017. Um I'm so excited for Forbidden West. I mean, we'll talk about it on the road to greatness this month. Yeah, I, we're going to talk about Horizon One. Yeah, uh, but I missed this world. I missed Aloy. I missed the feel of the bow, and I can't wait to to what it feels like with the dual sense. Oh my god! Yeah, and and the thing is, I remember that game being gorgeous and beautiful, and it still is. But I can totally see its age, which is weird. Yeah. Like the cut the cutscenes aren't as as uh you know filmic. Yeah. 
<laughs> like what what we've seen from Forbidden West already. So yeah. I'm excited for that to take that that visual leap um, that the PS5 will be able to offer it. And uh, yeah, Zero Dawn's great. It's fantastic. So good. So good. I decided I wanted. <sighs> Here's the thing. You know, we, I was born in the 90s. So I always feel like when I hear these conversations of games from the early 90s or even like mid 2000s, I didn't really get to play much because I was a kid, right? Like oh. I was 10, 12, 13, 14 years old. I know where I you're going with the, this. Yeah, I didn't I'm have excited. the monies for it. So it really was until the 360 PS3 era where I truly got to spend my own grown-up bucks on games and appreciate them there. So I have a huge amount of backlog that I I have that I've created for myself because I usually I'm like, I don't have backlog, but I do have, I feel that's a lie because I do have games that I'm ashamed of never played. You have gaps. I have gaps. So like I've never played uh, uh, sorry, I've never played Half-Life. Never. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it here or there. Yeah. But I, I've never got, or sorry, my, I've seen my brother play, but never got to play it myself. Um, Never played a Kirby game. Never want to. Wow. I could okay. go die in a fire. Uh, Kir- <laughs> Kirby's Kirby lazy, you know, these lazy developers where you get, you, you just made a face with feet and arms. Go make a body, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Nintendo nook, please don't send your, I don't know, Raptors on us. Um, but as a PlayStation host, I feel ashamed of certain games that I'd never gotten to play because back in the PS2 era, I played Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, because I was a kid. And during that time, a little game called Grand Theft Auto came out and scared everybody because you can, you know, parlay with women of the night, make a business exchange. If the car come, uh, cars are rocking, don't come a knocking. And then run them over promptly. <laughs> Get your money back. And, um, you know, I remember, I remember the 60 minutes interviews that would come out. Like, and you see Halo in the background, you see like Grand Theft Auto in the background, Half-Life in the background, the blood gore. And you see like leisure suit Larry's just in the back, you know, slow jerk. And how, Oh my God. I, that makes me so mad that, that those games were lumped in with I everything know. else. I know. And, and I'm just like, and, and I remember standing, standing in front of the TV, giving like a passionate speech, like I'm running for president and everything's on the line. Do you have a podium? Exactly. It's like, uh, what you like don't understand, Legos? Mom, uh, is that in Halo, I'm saving the universe. Uh, and in GTA, uh, she owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> Barack. So like, you know, it's, I, I never got to experience God of War. The, or the original because of the sex mini game. And mm. my mom saw that and she's like, never am I buying you this. And she did not like, because she's, she's a Christian at heart by God Jays. God and war yeah. did not like violence. And I'm like, mom, this is not even your mythology. It's <laughs> 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 like, uh, uh, not, uh, what's next? Jesus Christo. No way. <laughs> And so I finally got to play God of War for the first time. Hell yes. And the thing about God of War is like my cousin Carlos would would come over with the disc and he'd be like, no, you're just watching me play. 
Oh. And he's not even good at it. It's like it pisses me off. Oh, that makes sense. And he so grew mad. up to be a piece of trash. So it's mm. it, everything lines up. Anyway, played God of War one. Yes. I get it. Mid two thousands game. Yep. And it is what it is. Like writing's not the best, but yeah. Kyle, on PlayStation now, I beat the game with an asterisk. I'm gonna tell you why there's an asterisk there. Okay. I played all the way through and I had no problem. I think the mechanics of this game, I can literally go, whoa, I can see why this changed the game back in mid 2000s. Like I know Resident Evil 4 came out the same year mm-hmm. and God of War. Honest to God, I'm choosing God of War was, would be my game of the year and not just for, you know, 13 year old Joe staring at <laughs> pixelized boobies. It's literally that gameplay is still good. It's it still so holds good. up. Mm-hmm. I get to the very end having no problems with PlayStation now, where I had to put necklaces on these statues. And I go, okay, I got to go and I, I do something else. Save doesn't exist. Not corrupted. It's just not there anymore. Oh. And I'm like, all right. I don't feel like doing another five hours of this. Yeah. So I literally, I just watched the end of it. Like I get okay. the gist of this. There it is. So that's my asterisk. I feel like I played enough to understand why the mm-hmm. hype is real. And then Joseph doesn't learn his lesson. Joseph then goes PlayStation. Now I'm still trusting you. BB. Let's go play God of war two. Yes. Kyle. I'm still in the early stages. Yep. Mm-hmm. But holy shit right i could see where people are like oh my i i could see that this is the outline for what makes playstation great today these experiences that are like in the moment um you know the the quick time events aren't that egregious as well like they feel appropriate um dude within the first 15 minutes it's like every Every problem I had with the first game gets solved here. And like Kratos hey, just feels you, great to control. You know who directed that game? Who who who? Corey Barlock. Probably why it's why it's the better of the two. For sure. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Now, also I will say this about the game. And I'm not gonna go on like this tangent of like, oh man, there's too many boobs, and I'm really offended at like these pixelized press. But you can really tell that like single twenty something year old guys. <laughs> wrote wrote this game. Yeah. Um, it's very like teenager esque in terms of story. It's mm-hmm. very simple. Um, and yes, I, I Kratos is an uncompelling character. I yeah. Kratos, I was about to say you now know why everyone who played him in the past or like when God of War twenty eighteen came out, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I feel for Kratos. He's yeah. an actual human being that I care for. Yeah. Instead of this like unstoppable killing machine that is Calliope. Calliope. Uh, you know, he's, he's just, uh, he's just a dickhead. And like, so like, yeah. I, I, I get why he does cool shit and destroys cool monsters. Why people think he's cool in, in the 2000 games. But yeah, I'm just like, wow. The, I, I, I even just playing halfway through the sequel. I'm like this, uh, this is going to probably be just, I, I understand why this is probably like one of the greatest franchises ever made. Cause like, I, I I think my mission now is I want to be every single God of War again to Ragnarok and Plat uh, Plat twenty eighteen. Okay, that's my mission. That's my goal. Uh, I would Ascension. You don't have to play. I heard that one's a bad one, so I won't. 
three's three's pretty good it's spectacle wise it, yeah. it ramps up uh the psp ones are fantastic i i hear only great things about them oh so good yeah. uh I, and i'm so happy you dove into them because now you understand the feelings of emotion spoiler for 2018 god of no, 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 don't 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 people will yell and, and honestly the sequel's coming but you bleep it out like self bleep He's talking about things, and he's like, he has hand motions. It, oh! Like, you understand. Yeah. You understand the emotion that overcame me when yes. when that happened in 2018. Yes. Where, uh, please watch the video, because <laughs> we literally just played charades. <laughs> we definitely did. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm so happy you're, you're playing those games. And, like, it's I'm I haven't gone back to those in a while. Mm-hmm. But when I first played them, I'm like, oh, my God, these massive set pieces are breathtaking and yeah. so much fun. Like, I think, two that starts out with, like, the giant statue, right? Yep. Yep. Like, as, as somebody who's never played that before, can you see how mind-blowing that was at the time? Absolutely. And it was still, like, it was mind-blowing. I was like, oh, shoot, Great. they did this. They That's did cool. this back then. And and one yeah. with the uh, with the Hydra. Like on oh, the yeah. boat, too. That was cool. That was re- that's a, a both excellent intros to a game, man. Oh yeah, my god, absolutely. chef's kiss. Yeah, so that that's that's tackling the backlog of shame. There is a part of me that's like, I kind of want to play Uncharted One again. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I try. I try to just because you know it's coming out or whatever. Yeah, but like Uncharted One. I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I tried doing it through the collection. The f- like the, like the the when it relaunched, I yep. couldn't do it. I that is the it's one rough. Uncharted game I don't have the platinum in. Oh wow! Because I I can't get there's a section in Uncharted one where you're in, uh, there you're you're running around in water and you're in this pillared cavern uh-huh. that on crushing difficulty is just unfair, fair, and fair I can't enough. get past that point. And I'm like, I you know what? I'm done. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. So maybe I just do because uh, then Jonathan Dornbush really has convinced me on Twitter alone. It's just like I try to choose opening is just magical. Oh, incredible! It's just inc- yeah. So yeah, everybody as well. Let me know what I don't know because I I what can't are some of those the- what what are some of those other exactly gaps in PS2 era that you haven't. Played. I guess like the T Michael games, but they they never mm-hmm. clicked with me. And I played Shadow of the Colossus remake, yeah. so I think that wouldn't do be great for me to kind of try and tackle. I can't go back to like Killzone. I tried, but I think first person shooters definitely in the age of like mobility and fast pace. You can't go backwards. I feel you, you really can't. You really yeah. can't. Uh, even like I tried Shadowfall, I was like, Ooh. Mm. oof, yeah. So. I feel like those age probably the worst. I can't go back to that. Um, I'm trying to think what else are like. Can't can't think of it. I think that was a true backlog of shame because I've played a crap ton of Ratchet and Clanks. Yeah. And yeah, Jack yeah. and Daxter's games back in the day. So like I can't think of like a, a that beloved series that I've I mean, missed out I on. think of RPGs, but you're not an RPG guy. Not a JRPG so gonna... guy. So I'm not going to tell you like Final Fantasy X right. or, no. or IX or whatever. That's not happening. Wait, no, they're, they're the pretty girls that sing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Joseph uh, Joseph found out that he was into goth chicks really <laughs> early in his life. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, I know this is like we should do this in the after show. But dude, did you see like when we were young tour got My Chemical Romance Paramore headlining? Crazy. I I don't know how that's even possible. Dude, that and, it's just, and it's like all these like great bands. It's like dude, it's a one day thing. Only oh my god. Yeah, and then they're all happening on. How are you going to be able to see everybody that you want to see? You're not going to. <sighs> I don't know. Craziness. Anyway, everybody, that has been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. Before we head on out, I do really want to state this, Kyle, because I've had multiple conversations about the earth shattering news. I really liked our takes today, and it really goes to show why I love this podcast so much because we don't do the clickbait shit. We don't have the dumb conversations. We try to be as grounded and as realistic as possible while not trying to be the doom and gloom or the praising failures or whatever. Um, it's really awesome. I think this conversation was fantastic. I want to know everybody, if you thought this was fantastic as well, please drop a review over on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars there. Again, you get entered to a chance to win Horizon Forbidden west uh we're our mission is to hit 300 we are at 229 right now so really all the love and support if you really do appreciate what we're bringing out here it absolutely helps not just bring eyes to the podcast but also um you know the bigger folks definitely take a look and a peek and see it's the reason why we had uh you know the amazing voice actor john mclaren the voice of star lord on the show um so please and Make sure rate us five stars on Spotify because, again, it really does help. And it's nuts that, Kyle, since the five-star review has been a thing, there's only been three days where we didn't get a five-star review on wow. Spotify. Nuts. Wild. Thank you so much yeah. from the bottom of my heart. And if you really, really, really like us, keep the lights on. Support us on Patreon. It really does help, especially because we are an indie unit uh, trying to do some big things. So thank you all so much. Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we head on out of here? As always, myself, Mr. K. Staff on Twitter and everywhere else. You can follow all the indie game coverage I do over at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. Podcast services everywhere. Um, on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash 61indie, myself and Mike Tandro did, a, I think, an hour of Nobody uh, Saves the World. Um with us commentating over us playing co-op, which was really, really fun. So if you want to go check that out, that'd be fantastic. Um, and yeah. yeah. Joe, what about you? You have other things you do. I'm forcing you to do it. Yes, you done did it because <laughs> I was going to forget. Oh, this is why you're the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be. Let me tell you something. I am also a part of Cast Co-op. That is where me, uh, Ainsley Bowden from Season Gaming, and Luke Lore... Who's just there? Let's be honest, he sucks. Uh, you can check out that conversation, similar to what we had tonight uh, on the Season Gaming YouTube channel on and on Cast Co-op uh, RSS feeds, as well as uh, we've partnered with the PlayStation Source crew. Me and Kevin Diaz are talking about the road to Horizon forbidden west it is a weekly show that premieres on youtube every sunday over at playstation source link down in the description and let me tell you kyle we've had a really fun time it's been it's been a really fun time just to kind of share the love that is this game 
that we both hold so near and dear to us. So make sure you check both those things out. You can follow me at Mr. Babbitt. You can follow the show at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And again, rate us five stars at the Trophy Room Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast services of choice. You can listen to us there. And with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. And God, please keep playing PlayStation. What are we going to be? What are we going to be? The trophy of a uh, video game podcast? Like, I can't return these lights. Please. <laughs> Have a good one, Bye. everyone. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>